You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hi, everyone. This is Paul Lang from Discipline Trading Strategies with this week's podcast. In the last couple of podcasts, I discussed some of the no-nos, some of the things you should not be doing when you're beginning or trying to get better at investing or trading. If you're new, or maybe even if you're not new and you listen to me tell you that you should not be listening to news and you should not be listening in any way or looking up fundamentals, you probably think I'm either a little bit crazy or maybe you began to realize this yourself through the experiences you've had. But either way, you have to ask yourself, well, what do I do to make money in the market? And the answer is very simple. For 99.999% of us, the answer is technical analysis. Let me give you the quick bottom line before I go on to explain all the reasons. But technical analysis is the bottom line synthesis summary of what's actually happening. Not what you think should be happening, not what some guy in the news tells you should be happening, not what somebody who wants to sell their stock is telling you is happening, but what's actually happening. The bulls and the bears meet in a open playing field they battle it out and somebody becomes victorious. That is the truth. doesn't matter what somebody's saying on TV. What matters is what they actually do, where they put their money. And you cannot argue with the fact that once everybody has put their money down, whatever a stock is trading at is what it's worth at that moment. A good part of the time, that battle is just traders, people like us, battling other traders. And the result is meaningless. This is the noise. When somebody says that, the market is just basically random. I agree with that. It is mostly random. Our job in the market is to find those areas where it's not random, to find those areas where clearly some bullish or bearish event or stock is happening. There's a buyer, a seller that simply can't hide themselves anymore. That's what we actually look for. When traders with their piddly shares are battling back and forth, that's the noise you see all the time. Every once in a while, somebody steps in with more shares, makes the market bounce one way, makes the stock bounce one way, and then it comes back and you think you had a breakout, you don't have a breakout. What you have to learn to follow is the actual real events, the real battles, and where real bigger money is coming in to push things and how it pushes it and how it doesn't always move in one direction. These are the patterns that we learn as technical traders. And maybe this helps. It doesn't really matter why that person, that firm, that group of people, whatever it is, it really doesn't matter why they decided they wanted to buy that stock or that sector, whatever it was. They could even have the wrong idea of why to buy it. But if they start a rally, if everybody starts buying, it's a supply and demand thing, and we want to be part of that. There are two times that you have an edge when you're reading charts. And those two times are, number one, when you have a clean trend. What a trend is would vary greatly depending upon who you talk to. I'm going to talk a little bit in a minute about the difference between a C plus understanding of technical analysis and an A understanding. And the difference of what a trend is would vary greatly between those two traders. Truly understanding what a trend is when it should no longer be traded and when it's about to change are critical things. That's when we have an edge though, when we can find a true trend. They don't exist all that often. The second time is when that trend drastically changes. I call it shock value. It catches everyone on the wrong side of the trade. And I'll explain to you why that gives us such a big edge. One of the reasons that technical analysis sometimes gets boohooed by some people is because they've never really learned it. They never really understood it. There's a huge difference, as I said, 
understanding a chart, how to read a chart, what technical analysis is, understanding it at a C plus level is guaranteed to lose you money. Maybe if you understand charts fairly well, you may lose money at a slower rate, but you're gonna lose money. You have to really understand a chart. Remember, most people coming to the market lose money. You have to think outside the box. You have to be a little bit different. You have to learn exactly how to read a chart and exactly how to get in and out of any trade that you're looking at. If you Google making money in the market or how to trade or whatever, you will very quickly run across something that says that there is a big debate out there about whether or not to use technical analysis or fundamental analysis. And most people agree it's some blend of the two. Well, that's the usual garbage you get on the internet in topics like this. That is not true at all. There is no blend. It is purely a technical read because the technicals include all of the fundamentals. Remember what I mentioned before, that if you're going to go on the internet to look up your fundamentals, that is just completely wrong. It is stupid. You, you cannot do that. I mentioned that already in the prior podcast. What is fundamental trading today? Because that's what some people may ask. What about Warren Buffett? Well, this has changed greatly over the last 20, 30 years. Remember before I discussed when information was key, getting a hold of information was important. But today with the internet, information is abundant. It's overabundant. You don't know what to do with it all. You cannot go on the internet to learn anything because whatever you're learning, millions of other people already know. So you have no edge. The only way you have edge with information, as I mentioned in a prior podcast, is if you have true insider information, which usually is illegal. So what is fundamental trading today? Well, let me tell you what it is. There's a show out there that called Billions, and I watched the first season or two. I really enjoyed it. It's about a guy who runs a hedge fund. It's a trading type of a show. I'm not even sure what station it's on anymore. I watched the first season or two. I really liked it. I don't know why I stopped watching it, to be honest with you. And I didn't like it because I'm a trader. I liked it because it's just a good show. But they have a great example on there of what fundamental trading is today. Fundamental trading, if you want to find out something about a company, you need to find out more than what's on the internet. And it requires a lot of money. That's the key. What they did on the show is that they had a company that was rumored that they were going to dump one of the three companies that supplied computer chips to them. So once they heard about this, everybody heard about this, but nobody knew which company. Well, what this firm did, the firm that's the star of the show, they went out and they hired detectives, people to sit and watch this company 24-7, seven days a week for three, four, five, six, seven weeks, two months, and they monitored every truck delivery that came to the place. And they saw the three chip companies come on a weekly basis, whatever it was, and all of a sudden, one week, one of the chip companies didn't show up. Boom, that's the company went short of the stock, et cetera, et cetera. That's what fundamental analysis is today. If you can do that, you're probably not here listening to me. You already know that. But if you're not going out to get new information, and for the average person, you can't do that. 99.99% of us are not in the situation to go discover something secret about a company's books or whatever. We can't do that. So we need to let everyone else do that and then follow the result of what they find out. That's what a chart does. It tells us who won the battle between the bulls and the bears. And very importantly, across the needed four timeframes. Those four timeframes may differ depending upon if you're investing or if you're day trading, but any trade you take results in analyzing to some degree, seeing what's required from four different timeframes. This is what is very important and can often make many traders fail because they focus on one or just a second timeframe. What I personally call technical analysis, I call it the language of charts, learning how to understand the language charts speak to us, so to speak. It's not hard to learn at all 
but you do have to learn it. A lot of people, I suggest they can try learning on their own. I try and help people who want to do that. Naturally, a DTS, this is one of the things I teach, is a full seminar program on how to read charts. But a lot of people just want to stick, stick their foot in the water, learn how to trade on their own. But I have to tell you, it's a difficult thing to learn on your own because it's kind of a process where you have to keep trying and failing, trying and failing and monitor what you do. If you think you're going to go out and just start trading charts and just kind of do it to you catch on, that's never going to happen. Trust me. I go through a lot of people. I've talked to a lot of people that simply have tried this and they fail miserably. So I encourage you, if you want to learn how to trade or invest for yourself, number one, understand it is all about charts. Do not go out and try to understand fundamentals or read news and think you're going to make money doing that. Naturally, like I said, in a bullish market, if you are bullish, you can accredit it to whatever reason you want because you heard a news report because you like the fundamentals, doesn't matter if you got the right direction. But we are going to be coming into the choppiest market you've ever seen over the next year. We've already seen part of it. And I'm talking right now in August of 2023. So this is not going to be the good old just buy whatever you like and it's going to go up type of thing. It's going to be very, very difficult. Reading a chart helps you get through this, helps you understand it. A few more things. Here are a couple of concepts, questions that help you understand the tremendous force. It's not just the force, that technical analysis, supply and demand is all there is to the market. What if some company is going to do earnings? I mentioned this during a prior podcast. And every single person who was ever going to buy that stock already bought the stock in anticipation of the earnings. What could possibly happen? Doesn't matter what the earnings are, doesn't matter what the news is, doesn't matter what they say. It can only go down because there are no more buyers. That's supply and demand. And yes, that does happen. There are situations we run out of buyers or sellers. Picture what would happen. Let's say you went long a stock and held it overnight. And let's say you share sized it so you expected that you would uh, take a $1 loss on the chart and maybe that's a $1,000 loss for you, whatever it is. Well, let's say the stock has some bad news and it gapped down the next morning, and you're down $2,000, right? You don't like that, you're gonna try and hold on, but the stock can't rally, it starts to fall. You're down 2,200, 2,300. What's gonna happen? Well, eventually you're gonna to have to sell that stock, right? Not because you wanna short it, and not because you don't like the stock, but you have to sell it. You have to sell it. You and all the people just like you. If it was a very bullish setup, or if the company just said something very positive the prior day, there may be a lot of good people in it, a lot of good traders. There may be a fund in it. But the next day as it starts to drop, stop losses are triggered, margin calls are made. People have to get out and understand that language. They have to get out. There may be people who want to short the stock and keep it going lower, but there are people who have to sell it. When you short something, you're selling it to start the position. When you sell your long, you're selling it to end the position. But either way, you're selling the stock and makes it drop. And this is another big feature in technical analysis I talk about, that every spot on the chart, you need to be able to look and understand who wants to buy the stock, who has to buy the stock, who wants to sell the stock, who has to sell the stock. These are critical things to understand when looking at charts. But understand, this is where we get our edge. There are times where I know people have to buy or to sell in order to exit their current positions. You can see this on a chart that gives us an added edge. If you add that to a chart, that is already going to get buying or selling in the direction you're trading it, guess what? You have a lot of things going for you. This is the edge that we get. Another key feature about understanding charts is that I teach to look for what I call a moment in time. In other words, when it's hard to explain without teaching this, but when 
four different time frames come together in a way that you see this could be the birthplace, if you will, for a move. These are the areas I focus on because we always have a very clear area that we want to enter the position, whether long or short. We also have a clear area where we know that that trade is no longer working for us. It's our exit. It's our ability to leave. A big problem with the way a lot of traders, investors trade or invest is that they are never clear about where they would have to exit. And what happens is you start to get negative and you don't exit because you feel, oh, if you're long, you feel, oh, this stock can't go any lower. Oh, I can't take this big of a loss. Oh, as soon as I get out, it's going to come back. And of course, the downfall of that is whatever you think, if the stock's at 36, when it drops some more to 35, all those reasons become exponentially stronger. And it makes for a position where you oftentimes take a huge loss or lose big chunks of an account. This happens all the time to people. You can't let that happen to you. And if you trade properly, technically, it will never happen to you because every trade has a beginning and an end. There's always a precise entry. There's always a precise stop area. And targets, no matter how you trade, are always vague. But I solve that by taking multiple targets. When you get to an area that you feel it may start to stall, you take some off the table and you kind of just inch your way out as you get to a final target area. It always makes sure you're staying green, staying positive, making money as long as you take reasonable trades. Some additional concepts I just like to bring up when I talk about technical analysis and teaching people to trade. Many concepts people learn initially and many of their instincts are just wrong. Number one, don't go for homers. This is what everybody does. They take some stock that fell for, for four weeks or gapped down $30 and they think, oh, if it had just come back to its old highs, I'd be rich. Well, it's never coming back. Those are terrible trades. Those are bad trades. Don't go for the homers. Go for the singles initially. And when you get things set up right, occasionally take a shot at that bigger trade. But go for the sweet spot every day. Make your money every day. Don't go for the homers. When you get down, what traders do is they go for the home run to come back and then they just lose more, they lose faster. Number two, there's some crazy concept out there you should be keeping your stops tight. There may be some misconception of what that means, but you should keep your stops wide. You should have loss limits where you are losing a certain amount of money, a fixed amount of money on any trade, but that should be based on a wide stop, not a tight stop. Tight stops make you stop out often and you lose much more money. Tight stops are going for the home run. Keep your stops wide, especially when you're first learning. Learn to get green and then learn when you can start snugging things up a little bit. Naturally, many future podcasts will focus on certain areas about technicals and what to do and what to look for. This is not really a training podcast, so to speak. I want to point everybody in the right direction. But I took a couple of podcasts telling you what not to do, because to me, these are some of the biggest impediments to people who are trying to learn how to trade or how to invest for themselves. So I want to focus on this one to say, hey, here's what you do do. You learn how to read charts. You learn technical analysis, not because everything else is wrong, but because this is the synthesis of everything else. Remember, people on TV lie or don't care. Analysts lie or don't care. CEOs lie or don't care. What matters is not what they say. What matters is where is the chart actually going? I don't care how much they upgrade a stock. I don't care how much the CEO says the future is bright. If the stock is in a downward trend, you don't want to be going long and you don't try to guess the bottom. The most basic understanding of technical analysis would have kept people from losing money in 2001. At the end of 2001, 2002, I don't know exactly the date, E-Trade reported that 97% of their accounts were dormant. E-Trade was the popular trading platform back then, 
And these, this is the home of many of the so-called day traders, which are just actually online investors who didn't have a clue. And once the market started to drop, everybody kept, quote unquote, buying the dip, partly because that's what the news told them to do throughout the first long part of the decline. And then all of a sudden, one day the news said, well, you're an idiot if you're buying this. This is a really a bear market now. All of that loss could have been avoided if these traders understood the most basic concept of technical analysis. We're in the same type of area right now as I'm speaking in August of 2023. I'm afraid a lot of people are going to see the same results. This is not a market call, I'm saying. What it is, it's a trading and understanding call. How you go long, how you go short, how you enter, where you get out. If you don't know this, you will go broke. There is no question about it. You will certainly not make money. That is undeniable. You have to have some edge in the market. For a lot of people over the prior 12 years, going back to the high a year and a half ago, their edge was just be long. And that was a good edge because we were in a bull market. You couldn't do anything wrong if you went long. That's not going to be the case going forward for quite a while. Unfortunately, many people who make all that money give it all back during the bear market. The market is up more than it's down. Time-wise, the market is heading up more than it's heading down, but people tend to lose a ton of money when it falls because they don't know how to handle it. You have to know how to read a chart. If you're long-term investing, you have to know how to read a chart. If you're day trading, you have to know how to read a chart. I hope all these are very helpful to you. Take a look at the list in the notes. There'll be more podcasts coming you should enjoy, and be sure you're subscribed to my podcast. This is Paul for Discipline Trading Strategies. Good trading, everybody. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.